Welcome to another episode of Sports Confidential. Uh, we're coming to you live on Wednesday, the 10th of May. And with me today is one of the best junior footballers the place has ever seen, now an entrepreneur, Jack Brophy. How are you? Fucking hell. You're taking over. A bit like Rabsy on Triple M. We were just talking <laughs> about how he comes up these big intros. I'm pretty happy about that. You've uh, led well, but... Entrepreneur is right because uh, we have a new podcast uh, that is coming out. That is, it's a, what would you call it, a subcategory of uh, Sports Confidential? Yeah, sidebar, yep. Um, I'll let you let the listeners in on it, mate. Uh, Um, You've been massive. We've just recorded it. Um, Give them a bit of insight. Yeah, hot off the press, really. Um, Just finished about 20 minutes ago with uh, the lottery, as we uh, called it, during the... uh, podcast that we just did obviously was a, a punters podcast for all the horse racing fans out there um one of your close mates and my mate uh nick lot yep come across and he took over to be honest yeah we didn't have to do much no he uh he named every track that australia's ever had potted me along the way gave out a few good tips so that should be coming out friday for those that do want to listen to it um and hicksies yeah he's he's starting to slide down the list but we have Someone else. I'll let you do the intro. We do. Um, we have another special guest, I reckon. He hasn't been on for two weeks, but we love seeing him. It is the Wayne Carey of the bush and one hell of a shot on Big Buck Hunter, Cody Vincitorio. <laughs> how are you? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah. Pleasure to be here. I was just sitting over here like a fucking stale bit of bread while you were talking. <laughs> Glad I finally got the intro. So. And how um, have you been in your last two weeks since we've seen you? Um, yeah, right. Can't complain. You've been going for a run. No, nah, I had a PT session with me PT for me knee, so he <clears throat> fucking sweated the shit out of me, so I feel like shit. But anyways, we made it. And how's the knee coming along? The return yeah, soon? Yeah, going along well. I've got an um, appointment with my doctor in Melbourne tomorrow and then should hopefully find out when I can get back on the Mid-season draft, yeah, buddy. So I'm looking at maybe like six weeks from now, so hopefully, fingers crossed. I can. We'll see how we go. The opposition in the Kyberham District Football League will be shivering in their boots, I think. No, they won't. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you right now, the Carlton draft has nothing on this. <laughs> this is going to be unbelievable. Oh, um, no, it's good to have you back. Yes, it's good. Mm-hmm. And uh, what are we going to be running through or touching on today? Touch on. Touch on. Touch on. Um, sports, probably, I reckon, for a bit of it. Fair um, And a couple of votes on sports and maybe a quiz on sports to wrap it up. That's probably the intro. Quiz, quiz is good. Can confirm. Can really? Confirm. This is good, yeah. Put a lot of time into it. Yeah, I was about to ask whether you did. So, Hixie, Hixie come in with the stats last week, and um, I thought the quiz for Hixie was pretty good too. But I think it was too, especially because I won it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't much competition, you versus yourself, although I've seen you versus yourself a couple of times. Um, we'll go around the grounds now, and I don't want to harp on it for too long, but we had some big NBA games today. We'll talk about them later. But the 76ers have gone up 3-2 over the Celtics, winning 115-103. to Now, the Phoenix Suns, um, not sure what the hell they're doing there. They got done by the Denver Nuggets, 102-118. to Denver leads that 3-2 themselves, so that's spicing up. And um, the day before, we had uh, Cody's Knicks just fumble the bag to go down 3-1, 109-101. We're done. You reckon? Calling it early. Well, we don't need to touch over that game then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the Lakers, uh, Bronson's team, and now apparently everyone else on the podcast's team has got up 104 to 101 to lead the Warriors. 
3-1 in that series. Um, we've seen what happened seven years ago when LeBron was down 3-1, uh, whether or not Steph Curry and Co can do the same. I don't think so. But you never know, hey? That's... Well, I'm, I'm still picking Warriors to come back and win. That's juicy. That's juicy. I like it. Um, what about the other sports, Hixie? I know that you've uh, done a little bit of a weekly wrap on them yourselves. Yeah, um, just a few things going around uh, the past week. We had uh, the Miami Grand Prix in the F1. Yep. Uh, Max Verstappen won that ahead of his teammate, Sergio Perez. Um, but oh, that may, means Verstappen um, is the outright leader for the F1 standings at this stage with 119 points, 14 points in front of uh, teammate Sergio Perez, who came second in the Miami Grand Prix. Um, and the next race is 21st of May, so it comes around very quick in the F1s. Um, only just under two weeks away, and that's in Rome. So um, Max, probably the favourite to take that one out as well. He's in some ripper form. Um, but just a couple of the food prices at the F1 caught me by surprise. The real issues, yep. Real issues. How much do you reckon a chilled prawns with mustard um, little dish would be at the Grand Prix? Is there anything about sides there? No. I'd to go off, but I'm going to go with I'm nine say, bucks. I'm going to say 20 bucks. $741 for chilled prawns with mustard. Pardon? That is truth. Nachos, $407. Where's this at? The Miami Grand Prix. I seen a... That can't be right. I seen it's a, right. I seen a video the other day on TikTok or Instagram or something of some of their, like, uh, merchandise sales, and there was, like, a hat, like, just a plain, like, peak cap, nothing fancy about it, just with, like, Miami F1 2023, whatever it was. It was, like, $95. Then a plain T-shirt that was the same, like just had you know the generic ones you get. Yeah, yeah 190 bucks. Like a jacket was like 370 bucks or something stupid like that. I was going to speak about like I'd love to go on an SE trip to the F1, but Miami is uh, probably right down the bottom of the list now at that price. Vegas. That no, that chilled prawns has got me. That's that ridiculous. Is, that isn't is it? ridiculous. So I think we'll have to uh, listen to the punters podcast. The yep. lottery and uh, get a bit of winnings from that to go over there. But that was an outstanding amount of money to be spending on food. Um, we'll go around to the golf. Obviously, you have the live event that was over in Adelaide at the Grange. They're not happy about it, the members over there, because it's ruined their course and they can't be on there. Uh, won't be able to go on there for six months to play. Six months. Six months. Is that from like when they were throwing the beers and all that? Beers crap? and all the grandstands <laughs> and stuff. So they're filthy over there, um, and it costs four thousand dollars a year for a member there. A full member. 4,000. Yeah, so it's a pretty be high fun, end. Surely. No Kyla. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. no $400. No bunkers, no brave. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? Um, oh, the uh, Stanley Cup is on, the ice hockey. Yep. Um, I know we don't talk about ice hockey much here, but we could have some listeners who enjoy it. You're wearing um, a Boston Bruins T-shirt at the moment, so I am. a big fan. So I'm right into it. Uh, the Bruins aren't in actually at the moment, um, but my other boys is Seattle Kraken. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. on them. I've got no idea who. Yeah, <laughs> they had a huge are. win today. Um, they had so a huge, huge win. They're up to game four. And they um, got clapped today, actually. Sorry. Yeah, so 6-1, I think it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Sorry. So, but they, they're, um, the series is tied there with the Dallas Stars. Their game in five is on Friday. So we'll uh, keep an eye on the Seattle Kraken. I'll tell you what, I actually, it's one of the sports that, like I said, we spoke about. I reckon we've, we've picked up talk on the NHL. I'm, yeah, I'm actually yeah. a big fan of it. It's actually not too bad to watch. Obviously, the punch-ons are pretty good as well. But yeah. um, to be that technically skilled whilst also gliding around on ice like a figure skater is one to behold. But sorry, you continue. 
No, and then um, we did talk about the basketball before, and they announced the Boomer squad for the Basketball World Cup. Yeah, they did. Um, with one big uh, name that was not in the squad. And that is Mitch Creek. <laughs> what is going Cody's on? Cody's yeah. He's my man. Um, I did see actually on Facebook, Dave, obviously Ben Simmons, obviously the big That's name the one, out, yep. um, Ben Simmons, but there is talks that they have a camping cans and he has been invited to it, whether or not he can fit it into his schedule of uh, putting up TikToks or whatever he does um, in Brooklyn at the moment. But uh, sorry, he did put um, – they put up a post and everyone's going, oh, Mitch Creek robbed, Mitch Creek robbed. Anyway, I've seen this comment and it says Mitch Creek and he goes, congratulations to everyone on there. And I'm like, is this bloke like taking the piss? And it's actually his Facebook account. Um, and he's and he's posted on there saying, no, everyone's deserved it to get in there and I'm still going to support him. So not often you see an athlete comment on like a Facebook post. You might see it on Instagram a few times. Mm, that's true. But it's very rare, I thought. So yeah. I just thought that was worth bringing up. So the um, group that Australia is in, Group E, they've got Finland, Germany, and the host, Japan, in that group. Finland, no Laurie Markkinen. Uh, he's on uh, duty for his yeah, country. That is true. Pew, pew. <laughs> and Jamre. Yeah. So their first game is on August 25th. And that's pretty much all I've got for you, unless anyone else has got something to touch on in the wrap. Oh, yeah. Um, the EPL <laughs> at the moment is ramping up. Um, there's been some colossal games from the top of the table. Um, all the way down to the bottom of the table at the moment. We spoke about last week how the salad dwellers were trying to keep themselves up. And also in looking at that in the championship, I'm not sure if you've seen the docuseries Sunderland Till I Die. I started it. Um, no, no, sorry. But they, they've gone from being a Premier League side to a championship side to a League One side. Now back in the championship and with the youngest list in the championship are looking to be um, newly promoted into the Premier League. So they've got a semi-final chance, I believe, to get back up there. Um, and we had some massive games over. I think it was this this morning. No, it was yesterday. Yesterday morning, apologies. yeah. There um, was, um, yeah, very high scoring combined scores for a couple of the games yesterday. I reckon uh, Cal the Dragon was going the rounds, <laughs> yeah. being goalkeeper for everyone. But I was, um, I was driving to work or driving to Mansfield. I think I was driving and. Um, I heard that, and I almost had to pull over. I was in, I was like in stitches in tears. I was like, "Oh, you did! <laughs> what a man!" Uh, let's get him on. Let's get him on. But and also, in just speaking of that, a little bit of a um, going off topic here. When I was speaking about how Port Adelaide had the oh. home ground, I got a heap of messages about that. that of everyone just going, uh, "Yeah, you got that completely wrong." They're just a better side at Adelaide. Yeah, <laughs> they played Six a better side. They played a marvel. I reckon you said something else too in the. Last week's podcast that you were completely wrong about, but I forgot to message you about it, and now it's just yeah. going off my mind. But if anyone else stick the boots in, please do. Um, I reckon it's awesome for you guys. Anyway, it was. Um, and while we're on the EPL, just the biggest match of the last couple of days, Monday morning was uh, West Ham versus Man United. That is massive. That is a great win. One nil to the Hammers. My boys love them. Um, Sayid, Sayid Benrama is just an absolute gun. <laughs> yeah. um, They're calling him the next Cristiano Ronaldo. I think so, yeah. yeah. He's, he's that good. Um, his goal was unbelievable, apparently. I think he plays safety. <laughs> I think he plays safety. Not safety. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I agree. That actually is a phenomenal win. Nottingham Forest beat Southampton 4-3 as well, which was huge. Everton, um we're all going for dead money. Have come up five one trumps over Brighton. We've been fabulous this year. They were fucking. I think they're about fifth on the ladder. 
Um, <coughs> just give me a second. Or the table, if you're British. Uh, no, they've slid down to seventh due, uh, due to that game, but they've got two games at hand. So Chelsea won, so it's Mersey. Yep, we Chelsea. officially can't be relegated now. Yeah, well, congratulations, <laughs> mate. <laughs> what a win. <laughs> what a win. Um, you've got Brentford and Fulham above you, which is hilarious. But the top of the table, Man City's leading by a point, and they've got a game in hand still with four games to go, with Arsenal only three games left. So it's going to be a bit of a miracle, I think, for them to win it from here. Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah, I can't see that one. But mm. do they still have to play each other or not? They've already played each other. No, they've they played, played each other. Played each other. No, yeah. In all talks as well, the Ballon d'Or for 2023, which is the best player in the world in soccer, everyone's saying it's down to two players. It's down to uh, Messi and Haaland. Um, I thought I'd just ask you two. For, I'm just looking at the resumes, who you think is the better player in the last year. So you got Messi's got 60 goals and assists. He's got a World Cup, World Cup Golden Ball, World Cup five um, men of the matches or men of the tournament, French Cup, League One is pending, but they should win it, and a League One MVP he's won. Then we go to Haaland. He's got 60 goals and assists as well. He's got top scorer in all competitions, broken the all-time Premier League record with 34, like Salah's record from 32. I don't know why that's added in there as well, but it's the same thing. They're still in the Champions League, so they can potentially win that. Probably going to win the EPL. Can still win the FA Cup. Golden shoe, golden boot, player of the season in the EPL and player of the tournament in the Champions League. So obviously there's big highlights and you've probably forgotten about half the stuff that I've just said. Um, Uh, I'll go first because I know the least um, about it all. But if Harlan can um, not carry his team but help his team win all those ones that you say they're on track to win, the Man City, um, I believe he should win the Balloon Dior. I think if Man City wins Champions League, then Harlan will win. But they played Real Madrid last night and he got absolutely clamped by Rudiger. Yeah, he did. One all game. <laughs> so, De Bruyne and uh, Vin- Vinny. Vinny. Vinny Jr. Viniscus. Both had cracking goals in that game too. So the Champions League's heating up, but neither mine or Cody's team's in, so we yeah, don't, so give we, we don't <laughs> care. But um, no, I think if... Man City win Champions League, Harlan will probably win, I reckon. But yep. it, I, it's, I think it's one of them things. Either way, whoever wins, no, it's not really going to matter. Like, no, they're both, both, both deserving. Deserve, but, but I agree. Also, I think the World Cup, Messi carried Argentina to that World Cup win. Yeah. So That bias, uh, yeah. uh, recency bias might come into a factor yeah, so as well. We'll see how it goes, but Messi's the GOAT. So. What about you, Jack? What are your take? What's your um, take on it? Not often, but I agree with you, blokes. I think... There's a little bit of recency bias. I think Haaland should win it um, because I think they've, they're going to win the Premier League. And now they go back home against Real Madrid, they're a big chance. So Haaland for me just, but Messi wins the World Cup. I don't know. He's got enough of them anyway, Messi. Yeah, yours, yeah what's he going to do six, with another one? He's got yeah. six, six or <laughs> exactly. five, five or six. Yeah, he's got a couple. All right, I think we'll go to a break now and we'll break down the NBA, the NRL and whatever sport we can throw at you. We're live right now. <laughs> At the perfect time. Uh, we will get into the AFL Cups <laughs> later on. Everyone's uh, saying it's a bit of a favourite segment for naming uh, old plays um, for, and there's always a couple that we miss, but I'm actually, we should nearly get into it now, but we'll get into the NRL. Um, big magic round that happened 
Hicksy's boys, the Storm, are in strife at the moment. They went down to the Rabbitohs, 28 to 12. Alex Johnston for the uh, Rabbitohs tore them apart. I said it was going to be a game of the round, and it was. Toes did it for Harley. Yes, they did indeed. <laughs> Broncos made light work of the Sea Eagles, who had a great start the season, 32 to 6. And notably, my boys, wow, the Cowboys, 20 to 6 over the Roosters, who the Roosters are known as a pretty good side who are sitting eighth, lol. <laughs> but uh, the Cowboys were in 16th before that, moved up to 14th. But we'll have a quick look at the radar, a bit of a wrap around. And the Finns have just finned themselves up into fifth position. You know, great, great work there. Broncos still sit atop. Rabbitohs moved to second now, looking good. Panthers third, love it. Sound a bit like Gazy on. Um, yeah, what are you doing what, there? What's, um, he, what's he on the bounce? The bounce. When he, um, he goes through all the sides, but I didn't mean to do that. But Broncos top. Only Gazy. Rabbitohs second. Shout Panthers third. Sharks round out the fourth. Dolphins fifth. Our boys storm six, not too bad. And then you go down to the bottom of the table, you got West Tigers uh, right down the bottom. They're gone. Dragons are gone. And the Bulldogs are gone. Shano's team. So, Thought they were going to be good. Yep. Anything else in the NRL for you boys? Uh, no, just um, Magic Round. I think it was um, Suncorp. Suncorp Stadium. Yeah, Brisbane. Yeah. Um, I think they do that well, NRL, and that's what AFL have been looking at with Gather Round. Um, I don't know. I don't, there was like a record attendance or whatever, but um, yeah, I just think it's a good incentive to do. Um, AFL is going to continue doing it. Um, and it's nice if you went and watched because I think you like you buy one ticket, you get three matches or something. So yeah, I, won- I was wondering how the NRL would do it because obviously the AFL they had it at different different um, venues, venues. So- but the NRL was obviously all at Suncorp. So. Yeah, the NRL does it smart in terms of their time slots as well. Like the o- AFL, this especially this year, they've been overlapping games, yeah. which yeah. is fucking annoying. <clears throat> but I need to stop swearing. But uh, also within that. The NRL is a bit of a shorter game as well. Yeah, so that, so you, on a Friday night, they have the double header, one at six, one at eight o'clock. So then it rolls on to the next game. There's a game. double he- header in the AFL this Friday. Yeah. Mm, there is There's two. a ripper dipper, like and Bev would say. They'll, um, it'll end up overlapping a little bit. Yeah, but we're not going to watch the second game. AFL's hard because it goes for longer. So, yeah. Especially on a Sunday. Like, Sunday game sort of overlaps into the 320, or the early yeah. Sunday game overlaps into the 320 Sunday yeah. game. Is what it is. Just before I get into the NBA, did you see that reporter that was speaking to Nate Diaz? Yes, at the I press did. Conference. Yeah, I seen it today. And then at the, do you want to give a bit of a rundown on it? Um, so it was Nate Diaz and um, it was Jake Paul. Jake Paul, yeah. And it was a reporter from Better. A couple brains down there. Yeah, <laughs> Better Media or something. Better Media, and I think Jake Paul owns part yeah. of it. Yeah. So this reporter. Um, was talking to Nate Diaz and was talking about his was it his brother, his brother? yeah, yeah trying Dyer, to organise a fight with him or something. Said if he's anything like you, a bitch, I'll smash him or something like that. And then Jake Paul's like, "Well, you fired, mate." So basically, yeah, and he apologised <laughs> yeah. and he apologised to Nate Diaz. Yeah. As well. He's like, "Sorry about this, bloke." This bloke, and then um, Nate Diaz was going back to him, going like, "Yeah, you're scared now, eh?" And the bloke's yeah. like, "Yeah, I am." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was all talk, just an absolute all talk bloke. He's just got himself fired, got roasted by everyone. Um, and we're even talking about it here in Australia now. So I'll, I'll watch that though. I reckon the Paul Mate. versus Diaz. Yeah, well, let's S- watch two nuffies go at it. SC main event. We'll get into that. Let's go the reverse order for the NBA from last time. So Cody can dissect the Knicks for us after this. If the NBA app would work like the AFL does, but AFL what- app's got better. 
as in it's quicker it's not as buggy and not as doesn't crash all the time and they, like that. they've been listening. Be listening andrew dylan's been listening yeah. i like it all right warriors versus lakers how do we say that is it done you uh, spoke no, about I it i reckon it's done i reckon we'll go to seven geez that'd be awesome I if it were. Go to seven a little bit of revenge from when lebron beat steph when warriors are three one up in the finals like however long ago 16 was it yeah can you imagine if the Lakers actually make the finals? They were 0.2 of a chance to make the playoffs when they were 2 and 10 to start the year. And now they've come in and snuck into the planes. Now they're a chance to go to a conference final. I think six weeks ago or seven weeks ago, they were paying 51 bucks to win. Yeah. And now they're, I think they're second favorite. I think they're paying like 750 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, coming so, right in. So big coin there. If it does go to seven, do you see Lakers winning? Now, if it goes to seven, I reckon it goes back to Warriors home court. I reckon Warriors, Warriors. Win. yeah. Which is funny that they're the sixth seed and it's their home court because the yeah. Lakers are the seventh seed. So, um, but yeah, I th- I think the Lakers get it done from here. They're three one up. Should do so. What do you reckon, Ixie? Um, I'm going to say the same as Cody. Go to seven, but I think Lakers will win. I think LeBron will have a massive game seven um, over at Warriors home court, and um, yeah, get the chockies in that series. Yeah. LeBron James. Get the pension of points. <laughs> All right, on to the Nuggets versus the Suns. And, geez, the Suns have been disappointing. They're oh. just missing – I reckon I said it a couple of weeks ago. They're just missing another guy off the bench. They're missing, they're missing a bloke that can be a, a good rotational player yeah. as well on yeah. the court. Yeah. Because it's just I, – I, again, I spoke about it last week. People are like, geez, you keep talking about the same stuff. But when you've got Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, yes, they're putting up massive points. But it's just like it doesn't help Chris Paul's out too. Yeah. Which obviously Is he coming back, do you know? I don't know. Yeah. But he's out, so then obviously one of their bench players is now starter. So then another one of their bench yeah, players Cameron who probably Payne. who Ooh. probably normally wouldn't be getting minutes is now getting minutes. But I think I said last time, like what that K D trade, they gave up um Bridges, Cam yeah. Johnson, I think, yep. and someone else who were three good rotational players, good role players for him. To get KD, who's a, obviously a superstar, and that you're not, you're not going to get him without giving up them three players. But on the flip side, you lose yeah. bench, you know, a bit of depth off your bench. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I agree. I can't see it. I can't see them carrying on and getting past the next round. But no, I see. The, I I see. I see it going to seven, and I see the Nuggets winning it. What about you, Hixie? I uh, just did a quick look, and Chris Ball, I reckon, will come back game six. Yeah. So Jesus, there you go. The next game. The so. next game. So. Did he have a, did he have a hamstring? I'm pretty sure he had a hamstring. His, his hamstring's a uh, What did he say? Show, I think. Yeah. He's th- I think he's, he's 37 or 38, too. So it obviously doesn't help. A groin. Groin, groin. injury. There you go. Okay. Too much rooting. Too much Kim Kardashian. Got <laughs> <laughs> it. Uh, All right. Across to the Eastern Conference now. Uh, Celtics versus the 76ers. And. Celtics have been very disappointing. Have. Um, a lot of people have tipped them to be the favourite, including my own brother who messaged me today saying, I'm with this company that's given it. Should I cash out now? They got it for this. <laughs> and I said, well, funny stat is teams that are three and two win 82% of the time. Interesting. So there's a little stat for you. About time I come up with something good. Yeah. So to come back from there, obviously, there are an 18% chance to do so, which is quite interesting. And the thing is with the 76ers at the moment, if Embiid's not giving it to you, Harden's giving it to you. And if Harden's not, even Maxi was really Maxie, good yeah, today. Maxi, 30 well. points today. Pixie's man. So. Even mm-hmm. Tobias Harris has been 
He's been he, more serviceable. He's been serviceable. Like he's not putting up thirties or twenties, but he's given you, you know, fifteen, yep. and eighteen. PJ and Tucker's been clamping down um, Jalen Brown, so. Well, it'll be interesting to see how the big C's go from here. But um, for me, I think Philly wins the next game and it's done from there. Done to you, reckon? Yeah. You boys? Um, I don't know. I, reckon, I still – I feel like you can't, tr- you can't trust Philly. I can't trust Philly. No. Nah, I know what you're saying. In When it's close, you can't trust Boston because the last few games where it has been close, like Marcus Smart's been taking shots when, when the game's like – three, four points in it, where it's mm. like you want Tatum and Brown to be taking them shots. Yep. So, yeah, it's a bit – could go either way. I reckon if you look at a game, if next game you could see it's like a 20-point win, you'd say Boston's going to win 10 times out of 10. But if it's a close game, I trust Philly in a close game more than I trust Boston. Yep. So it could, I reckon it can go either way. It depends on – I'm just one of the things. It depends on whose stars are firing on which night, yep. I think. Good, clear decision there. I like it. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm obviously going to go to the Celtics, not just because I have money on them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but because I have money. Because I have money, yes. I did get that same um, cash out text message today, and I know what's going to happen. I'll cash out and they'll win. I won't cash out and they'll lose. So um, I hope they win the next and then win the one after that and keep going and win all the way through. It'd be nice. All right. You want to break down the next game for us, mate? Heat and Knicks. No, not really. <laughs> the heat of surprise, man. Yeah, I told I said put a stick of jelly nine under their stadium and blow it up because mm. I said they were done. And um, him I, think and I, said, I think I said the same thing. Um, even Gabe Vincent's doing it, which it's is just ridiculous. Amazes me that like if you look at Heat's team, like Bam's obviously an all star. We know what Jimmy does. Kyle Lowry's probably washed, but still Kevin Love. plays a role. Kevin Love's the same. He's old, and they're just full of like undrafted. Players, but they're just all just off on. They're probably like the best culture team apart from Warriors. Yeah, probably the best culture team in the NBA. Like it doesn't matter who they've got on the court, doesn't matter who they've got on their roster. Like they're just all met, merged together just to get the job done type thing. Yeah. Whereas I, it's easy for me to say now that they're down, but I feel like the Knicks have a few egos within their yeah. locker room. But they still they've done well to get to this stage. It's not over yet. I think the Knicks are sort of similar to what I was saying with um, Phoenix. I reckon we're missing another, like, shooter, like an offensive player. As good as Jalen Brunson is, I don't think he's a one. And as good as Randall is, I don't think Randall's a one. One, uh, I feel like Randall's probably a two or a three on a championship team. Same as Brunson. And same as Brunson. So I think they're missing that out-and-out superstar, whereas I I find the Knicks are good, but they're probably a team full of – great role players and yep. don't have an actual superstar. So <clears throat> it'd be interesting to see what they do in the offseason. I heard there was a few like rumours about um, – Giannis, was it? No, nah, not Giannis. I think there was Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, yeah. I heard that rumour. but there was Oh, my God, guys. About, um, <laughs> I saw that one, yeah. <laughs> say that again. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was a few rumours about uh, Mitch Robinson. They were going to float Mitch Robinson just as a trade for – See what they can get yeah. for him, same as RJ Barrett. So, From Brisbane. So. Yeah, it was interesting. It was, um, but, yeah, I think they're just missing another yeah. shooter or a, someone that can play a bit of offense because I think their defense is good. But you're probably missing – like someone like a Jordan Poole, for instance, that does fuck all on defensively but can shoot the lights yeah, out on his, on his night or maybe. someone like that. So, But, um, yeah, I think it, 
next game, I'll, Pete will just get it done and we'll be done and dusted and then I'll be back in my depressive state of being a Nick supporter. Yep, and that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> so um, is there any other sports we, you boys want to dive into before we break down the AFL? Uh, I've got nothing, no. I think we've um, done well to cover most sports. Absolutely. That's going on at the moment. All right. Jump back in the time machine. Actually, I wanted to bring one thing. I was listening to the episode last week and you mentioned the Aussie bloke that got drafted. I've seen that. Lou Headley. Yeah, yeah. I reckon I read the article that you read. He's a doll. There was another bloke <laughs> that got drafted or signed to Detroit. Tim Murtagh, I think his name is. Yeah. He was a rookie on Gold Coast list, I think. Gold Coast or JWS list. Yeah. He's a tight end. He done like the like the NFL international pathway program or whatever it is, and he signed with Detroit. As on, a punter? No, nah, he's a tight end. Tight end? Yeah. Jeez. So, um, yeah, he signed with their – must be their preseason squad, so he's not officially in the 52-man roster or whatever. He's a big boy. Yeah, he is. He's, I think he's like 6'5", maybe. He's dog. 6'5", 6'6", and about 110-ish kilos. Jeez, so he's, he's a big boy. So, yeah, I've seen that article the other day, so I thought it was interesting. Good mail. Good mm. mail. Might have to get him on the uh, new podcast. I reckon you could have been a punter, Cody. You got a big boot. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't kick over a jant here. Moving on from that one. Okay. Back in the time machine, finally, to Carlton versus Brisbane. Um, you know what? I'm just going to go out on a limb, and it's very early to say this. People have been giving Carlton a fair bit of stick. Some of it's maybe rightly just, some of it not. They're still in eighth. Like the season isn't done for them whatsoever. People are throwing the baby out with the bathwater, I think. They lost to Brisbane, yes. They're not playing the best footy they can be at the moment, yes. I think that Mackay should be playing deeper. Kerno should be playing a bit more up forward. I'm not the coach, but yes, like I said, eight games into the season and they're still in the eight at the moment. How do you set? I just think that they have to win these games um, playing Brisbane away. From the Gabba, um, you've got to beat them because going up there is always hard. Yeah. If they want to be taken seriously, they do have to beat some of these teams and really show the league, not remind the league, but, yeah, just show them that they are a serious chance. And even chance. give themselves a belief as well. Exactly right. Give them a bit more confidence because Carlton, as soon as they're – like they lost by, was that, four goals, just over four goals to Brisbane. Brisbane pretty handy. But as soon as Carlton lose games like this, everyone just jumps on them like you said. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. They had to win this, I think, though, because I had, tipped them. <laughs> I agree. I think this is this is the game that Carlton had to win. Yeah, especially as you said, at home and like none of their big stars. Kerno kicked one. Mackay kicked one. Like, and they, they do rely. Didn't on them. really do too much. Whereas if you look at Brisbane stars, Cameron kicked four. Dano kicked two. Gunston kicked two. Zach Bailey kicked four. Like, yep, there goes my notes, but yep. It's a game that they should have won. Like, yeah, if they yeah. can't think that they're going to go deep into finals or play finals footy, like, these are the games that they need yeah. to be winning. Because they could, they could face a Brisbane up at the Gabba, mm. um, and that's going to be much harder than playing at home. So, you, yeah, you have to win these ones at home at least. Josh Dunkley was enormous on Crips too. Yeah. Um, had 33 disposals, 13 tackles, um, and kept Crips down to 17 touches, which is – Lovis, I've um, heard of him having for a while. So yeah, he, he, for me, was the best player. He had of the a, week. I read an article that they called it a quadruple double. 
Yeah, I did 20, say that. 20 kicks or 22 kicks, 11 handballs, 11 marks, 13 tackles. Isn't that the Scott Thompson yeah, the award Scott or something? Thompson yeah, line, stat line. Yeah. There's only been like six players or seven players <laughs> in history to do it. Yeah. And Scott Thompson's done it like four times or done it four times or something. I like that. I do. 13 tackles is pretty big, eh? Especially when you've got the ball 33 times. How many yeah. tackles do you reckon you've had this year? Uh, if I can get to 13 by round 18, <laughs> I'll be very happy. And that is including pre-season games. <laughs> so on to Saturday, Richmond versus West Coast. There was a stage there where West Coast got off to a flying start. You boys were at the footy. I got to watch it. Um, and you go, oh, my God, Richmond is going to lose this. And it was so awesome for a second there. But in all seriousness, they got the job done when they need to. Um, Pressy kicked three goals in a row. Yeah. Which yeah was, didn't um, he kick three in like three minutes or something yeah. stupid like that? And they were good goals too. Um Shy Bolton and Shay Bolton, whatever his name is, he had his best game for as far as I can remember. Three goals, two, 31 touches, five tackles, which is enormous. Um, Taranto kicked two and had 30, which is what they've recruited him for. Um, everyone sort of stood up. Dusty was in the middle a lot more. Um, and there's really not much you can say about West Coast, to be honest. Um, one of their players, give me a second, Jai Cully. Um, up-and-coming player that they got. I think they got him in the mid-season draft yeah, number one last year. Pretty sure. Um, he's done his ACL, which is unfortunate, which just adds to the pile-on for West Coast. Um, Who would be West Coast's best player so far this season? Tim Kelly. Or yep. Oscar Allen. Actually, true, yeah. He's multiple goals every round. Every round, for yeah. considering how much it's going down there. That, it's going down the other end. Um, but you did say last weekend if Richmond do lose this, um, Dimmer Hardwick is the – like. Is he gone? And I had to think about it during the week. And does he get a bit um, of leeway because he won those premierships as well? Yes, but that's not how football clubs should think. Yeah, And it's very, very stiff to say from a bloke that's sitting in his own lounge room with a microphone <laughs> in his hand. But look what happened with Alistair Clarkson. Yeah. Um, look what happened with even Kevin Sheedy going back with those years. Holding on to coaches for that little bit too long. If they're not fully in it for the rebuild, if there is such a rebuild at Richmond, then maybe it is good to have fresh eyes. He's been there for what thirteen years, yeah, been there twelve a while. years maybe. So, but in saying that, if if they can get some themselves bounced back and get back up there, who knows? What do you reckon? There is a there is a trend as well. I don't know what the stats are on this. We might have it next week, but caretaker coaches nearly always win in their first game as yeah, well. It's a fact. Yeah. It is. It's a fact. Yeah. So we'll get the stats up next week. But yeah, I reckon. They really seriously have to consider looking um, at a new coach if they're going to be um, continuing to be down the bottom of the um, ladder. They Which, can't just say, Dimmer, do whatever you want to yeah. do. It's up to you. They, you need, they, they need to say, look, we'll, we're happy to have you on, but we want to see where you want to go with it. Yeah, I was going to say, Richmond is sort of at a crossroads where it's like, are we going full rebuild or are we going to try and get some more play, talented players in around Hopper? Because they just spent – First rounders of last year and yeah. this year on yeah. Hopper and Taranto. So it's like, are we going to go all in and try and get some more talent around them? Or are we going to go, right, get rid of Cochin, get rid of Rewalt, get can rid of some of our older blokes, find some youngers yeah. and do a rebuild? But I think you're right with Dimmer. Like when he first took over Richmond, they were pretty average and they were done a rebuild and then he got them. Obviously, how good they were for that yeah, five, six year period, winning three flags. So we know he's got the capability of putting the team through a rebuild. 
but it's whether he can be fucked doing it again or not. And could they also look at a potential of what Hawthorne did with um, Hodge, Lewis, Mitchell, where, you know, Jack Rewalt goes, I don't know, could go anyway, goes to yeah. North Melbourne, um, Trent Cotchin goes up to the Gold Coast, I don't know. Dust, it depends on Sydney or something, get some picks early on. Yeah, yeah it's just be draft. Like we, I reckon we'll know in a month's time whether they're going rebuild yeah. or whether they're but, going. And they need to make a decision now. Yeah. By the by, I reckon we'll know. Yeah. Um, I think I said it a few weeks ago. The, the worst thing, or not the worst thing with Richmond, probably, probably a good thing and a bad thing with them because they've been so successful for so long. They haven't had opportunities to blood some of their youngsters. Yeah. But they've done it a game here and there or whatever it is, whereas now they probably need to be getting games into them if they're going to go the full, full rebuild, rebuild for however long it's going to be. But good thing about Richmond too is that they're a big club, so the rebuild won't be as long as what a maybe a North Melbourne's is because they're a big club and they can attract good free agents. So, yeah, it'll just be, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, and I think they've got a couple of tough games coming up as well, obviously Geelong this week. And then the Dons. And then the uh, – yeah, the Don should be a walkover for Richmond. Um, <laughs> we'll move on to the next game. Um, Brofs just told me to start this one, which has been smart, seeing as I didn't watch any of it. Geelong, yeah. Adelaide. Yeah. Um, look, Adelaide put up a fight. Um, I was just going to say you can move on to the next game. Let's just <laughs> let's just live go through this. But um, Geelong's really hitting their straps, and they're not going to lose at that construction site that they're playing at <laughs> at the moment. Um, they're looking really good. <laughs> Jeremy Cameron, three goals, 15 touches, fucking standard. Um, Adelaide, they're having honourable losses, let's be honest. They need to start making some wins. Very, I think Adelaide and Essendon are on a very similar trajectory at the moment, the way mm. that they're sort of going. But they're not getting blown out, Adelaide, um, especially against Geelong. I was going to say, is Isaac ranking the best recruit of the year? For, um, you're going on off the top of my head. Growing into it, but, yeah, Rankin has been 21 and 2. That's good numbers. Gold yep. Coast would love to have him. Huh? Yep, I, <laughs> yeah. I, no, I agree with that. Um, but I think that's about all we can take out of that game. Moving on to game of nearly the round, just by the looks of it. Um, and, actually, I watched the end of this myself. Gold Coast versus Melbourne. Jeez, I thought Gold Coast were going to win this. I don't know if you've got to watch a second of it. I did, yeah. I watched the. Um, I watched most of it, actually, to be honest, especially the last bit. But um, Darcy McPherson, have a look at yourself, mate. What do you have? Forty seconds left when he took the mark. Yeah, and he it, took his whole thirty to kick it and missed. Yeah, there is. I got. I think it might have been in the other uh, group inbox, but I said Noah Anderson has arrived. Yeah, he's at about half time, and he had thirty-seven, one goal and six tackles. Um, he's been fantastic. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, Clayton Oliver. Under 30 for – I don't know how many times he's had that this year under 30. Would have killed a few multis there. But Christian Pachaka, 26-1, and one, um, did it for Melbourne. Uh, quickly moving on to the next game um, was – Sam Red Cup. Sam, yes, that we talked about earlier, the <laughs> Sam Red Cup. Giants versus Bulldogs over there in Canberra. How did you see it, boys? Um, Besides Tom Green being the absolute goat. Yeah. Gun. I think he's almost my favourite non-Collingwood player in AFL. Yeah. He's a big boy. Yeah, he's a gun. From he's midfielder. Gun. 38, three goals, unreal. Very um, very, um, very standard result. Yeah. Like Bulldogs had to get it done to have that sort of win that they deserved. Yep. GWS put up a fight. Um, but, yeah. 
Tim English locked in all Australian ruckman at the moment, I think. He's been outstanding. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. Fair call. Not really much out of that game. On to the next one. Freo versus Hawthorne again. Fred. Go Fred. Go Fred. Um, Finally got the win and did so convincingly by 69 points. Jai miss. (laughs) Nice. 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 Uh, Brayshaw. Back into some really nice form there, 34-2. and two. He's going to come storming for the brown low from here. Yeah, like last year, yeah, or eight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Freo did what they had to do. Hawthorne had that bit of a lull in their game, and that's just going to happen throughout the season. I think it is what it is. I reckon Will Day in the next three years will be a superstar. Yeah, he's putting together a very nice season this year. Correct. All right, we'll move on to the main games. The Marination Station. And it was a marination. Actually, a good game. Um, first game at uh, one ten over there, Port Adelaide Essendon. Yep. Uh, I got to watch the first half of it before I went along to the next game. But Port Adelaide um, in front. I know. Oh, sorry, Essendon in front early, um, and then trailed off towards the end. Port getting the win there by just a goal. Rove, how did you say you would have watched it Your in depth? Best bet, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Yes, I took a, I took an L there, but um, I look, Port Adelaide smashed us in the second or third. They should have won by more, to be honest. They, five goals, 20 or something at one stage. Um, they were really good. We had no sort of answers for it. It looked flat, and then all of a sudden the last quarter, like, yep, let's kick into gear and see what we can do. It was just – it was a weird game in a way. Like, it was good to watch, but it was a weird game. Um, I I actually haven't made any excuses for Eston this year. I generally haven't, like – Collingwood, better on the day, knew how to outplayers. Geelong, far better and smashed us early on in the game. But I do think Ridley going down to that injury was massive. His dive. Yeah, it was a bit of a delayed fall, he though. Hit in the, <laughs> the first quarter and reacted in the fourth. Yeah. <laughs> He's out for three weeks with concussion, boys. Junior Rowley just come in two-week ban yeah, as well. From three, wasn't it? Uh, um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, it could have been, but. Yeah, it was originally three, so they've obviously dropped it down. That's actually a huge fastening as well because your back line is probably your main worry. Yeah, um, like Laverde going out yeah. on Anzac Day, Ridley going down, uh, and then you've you got to take Langford from up forward who started the game really well, kicked two in the first quarter, I believe. Yeah, our, I think your tools are depleted. Yeah, our bookends are mm-hmm. stuffed. Yep. And then Zach Reed's gone down. Just, Harrison Jones reading, has yeah, gone they're, down. They're down to the, out to the end of the Zach year. Zach Reed, so. they reckon, was going to be the pick of the bunch. And he's, I think he's played one AFL game. So he's never even heard of him, to be honest. Scott Gumbledon 2.0, I think. <laughs> Cox Gumbledon. is still out. When's Nick Cox coming back? Three, three weeks away, I think. Unicorn. Unicorn. Um, so, yes, Port Adelaide deserved to win. I think they should have won by more. But we had our chance with um, Andrew Phillips at the end of the game. And it was the same scenario. He he was 45 out, 45 seconds on the clock. We're down by six points. Yeah. I reckon just kick it, rush it, get it through, and then try to win the score. Or Seven point play. To, yeah. But, like, him milking that clock and drawing it all the way down oh, to yeah. only kick it short and it got punched through anyway yep. gives no, you no yeah. chance to win the game with anything. Like, similar to what Ash Johnson did for Collingwood against um, Adelaide, how he's tapped it yeah. through and got that seven-point play, which – in the end, I think it was a two-point play or whatever mm, it was. Yeah. But you got to remember, though. He's a ruckman. Phillips is a ruckman. So yeah. <laughs> he's a walking tackle yeah, don't, don't put him in the chain. Uh, <laughs> or in the team from now on. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, look, Port Adelaide looking pretty good, and they're back in the top four. So I think 
Essendon would take a five-point loss at Adelaide Oval. Yeah, yeah, very much so. We'll get into next week's game, and I think it's absolute danger signs for Essendon. But <laughs> on to Collingwood versus Sydney, which terrible but good game at the same time. It was very scrappy for a little bit of it. Um, Cody and I both yeah, went we were, down. We were both there. Hey. Um, pissed down rain before the game. Was I was a bit worried. Absolutely freezing cold. <laughs> yeah, it was very cold. But um, it, was, um, it was a pretty yuck game to watch, though, to be honest. I've been was. the footy twice this year. Collingwood, Richmond, and Collingwood, Swans, <laughs> and they were both just disgusting games of footy to watch. Real scrappy and just low scoring and a few punch ons early, yeah, which was a good. Couple punch ons early, which is probably got the, the crowd involved. Part, but and obviously Tom Batley and Buddy getting booed and made the news this week. But I think it, booing was it Buddy, noticeable? it was yeah, it was yeah. very much so. But booing Buddy, I think it's a credit to him. He's such a good player yeah. that he does get booed. I don't know if it's to put him off his game or something because. Yeah, we're worried he's going to turn the game, but I think if you are getting booed, it either means you're really good mm. or you've done something that's pissed everyone off. And but he didn't do anything before it. So I think what got like not talked about in the media also is every time Papley touched the ball, he got booed. Every time Ryan Clark touched the ball, he got booed too. Yeah. So it wasn't just booing Buddy; it was booing three of their players and booing Papley because. You know what Papley's like? He's a little pest and starting fights everywhere. Starting basically. fights and spitfires. Bull and Clyde because they're tagging Dacos and everyone's getting into him and he's the instigator. And Buddy was getting booed because he's probably the best player of the last 20 years. Exactly right. And every time, I was saying to a few of my mates, every time we've played Sydney in the past from where I can remember, either it was Sydney or Hawthorne, Buddy has always tore us a new one. Yep. yep. Every yep. single time. So... Yeah, obviously you don't want to see booing, but it's the same thing as like Horn Francis. Like Horn Francis is getting booed. Yeah, so. I, th- I, th- I think it comes down to as well that the media blows it up a bit as well. Yeah, yeah, pick like, for a story. Yeah. yeah, if it the more you're going to talk about it, the more people I think are going to do it. Yeah. Like you just you're putting fighting fire with fire to a degree. But, but I thought it was weird that we hadn't played Sydney at the MCG in ten years. Yeah, first that's yeah, first right. time. Yeah. yeah, first time Colin was at a home game against Sydney in ten years. Interesting. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. But um, obviously, my check kicking five. Huge. Including goal of the year. Goal of the year. Or Ashcroft. Yeah, well, as a Collingwood supporter, it's goal of the year. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Goal of the year, boys. Um, Speaking of goals, how many goal reviews was there? Too many. I, there was like at least four or five. If we're doing that five. many goal reviews, why do we have goal umpires? That's true. Get rid of them. Yeah. Put it's just a, yeah, exactly right. Get and it. I reckon three of them were from the square too where the umpire was right there because it yeah. was the one that Majacek soccer off the ground down the far end from where we were sitting. Yep. And then the one he kicked over his head that the end that we were sitting. And then I reckon there was another one where the goal umpire is legit standing on his line looking at the play. Yeah. And still yeah, there was one made a decision. Brazzy Maynard went across like a goalkeeper and missed the yeah. ball by like a metre. Yeah, the goal umpire was right that. there. Yeah. And they called a review. And all the ones that they called the review, it was favoured in the umpires. Like, they didn't get overturned. Yeah. So I feel like it's just like, it, back yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you play minimum two games a week at the MCG. Get sensor line technology. Mm. Get Snicko in. Get all that stuff in. You, you're going to be playing there all the time. Be putting two people out of a job. <laughs> get, them, get, them on the, get them on the review system <laughs> on the camera. Yeah, that's Tick another. it off on it. Do something. I, it's just, it, it was, delays the game. There was a couple of them where it was getting delayed and it was a goal and you could see the pl- all the players thought it was a point. So they'd like go back to their starting positions like the 666 and yeah. they're looking at the screen 
and then they're watching it and you can just see that they're just like, oh, fuck, that's a point. So they run up to go mm. into the zone and then it's paid a go and you can see them like all put their <laughs> yeah. head back and they're like, fucking hell. And it'll run back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just back yourself, I think. Absolutely. Last game of the round. Um, St. Kilda won, crap game. Not much more. There's actually not too much, but Zeeble, 36 touches, 30 kicks. Yeah. That's – um. 18 marks. 18 marks. I think he had 15 marks in the first quarter or something. North didn't go until after half time. No, they didn't. didn't For as shit as the Collingwood Sydney game was. Wow. We. I reckon this would have been 10 times worse to watch live. Yeah. Couldn't (laughs) agree more. All right. Let's get into this week's games. The Cups. The boys that you've done your research. So it's my favorite part of the whole podcast. This is my like probably. Best asset of my life is being yeah. able to name ex AFL players. Couldn't remember anything yeah, in high school. You've done your I'm research not... too. Have you I done didn't... research this week? I didn't. I haven't done any this week. Yeah, of course I've done research. <clears throat> yeah, fair enough. All right, well, let's do it off top of me dome. Yeah, right. we... let's yeah, get into smart. it. It's like having like dumb Simpsons quotes in your head. <laughs> yeah, you have so much yeah. shit in your head, don't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. All right, up. Friday double header: Richmond versus Geelong. The Josh Caddy Cup. Ooh. That's one. Yes, well done. I've got also Tyson Stengel. Yes. Stephen King. And Ooh, the best yeah. of the lot, Brad Otten's Cup. Brad Otten's, yeah, that's a good one there. That is a good one. All right. Who we got there, boys? <laughs> we feel like we just go next game. Yeah, next, next game. game. I don't care about the reviews of the game. I just want to run through the Cups. Uh, I'm going to go, yeah, Geelong. I think they've hit their form um, really well at the moment. Dangerfield out with a string and also bat Brad Close, my long sleeve buddy, out with suspension. But I think they'll get it done. Yeah, I think they'll get it done fairly easy. Yeah, Geelong by four goals for me. I think Richmond put up that little bit of a fight and um, we'll go, it goes from there. But uh, on to the next game, which is... I'm struggling here, actually. I've topped me down. I've got the one, Matt Rosa. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's that's what's escaped me. Matt Rosa, is he the only one? That was the only one I had, yeah. He's played 200 games, Matt Rosa. 207. He's he still playing? No, played, sorry. Sorry. 207. I was going to say, I haven't heard his name in years. I feel like we'd be missing someone. Yeah. There'd be someone obvious, someone screaming at their phone like you were last week. (laughs) Screaming at their radio like I was. Yeah. But uh, how do we say this one, boys? Uh, Gold Coast, I think. For me, anyway, they'll win that. Yeah. Pretty pretty straightforward. West Coast is shit. Probably another one of them, that Carlton-Brisbane game for Gold Coast. If Gold Coast want to make anything out of their season, this is a game that they probably should be winning. So Well said. Keep talking for a sec. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, like yeah, we said, cool. Jai Cully, ACL, uh, went down. The poor fellow, he was actually having a really good season for West Coast, one of the shining lights. Um, they don't have many to come in. We said last week their injury list was what, 27 people out of 26. Uh, so they've got 22 players that are on the afl.com.au's injury list at the moment. 22. 22 players at the moment, um, and a lot of them are like lengthy ones. Uh, there's a couple of tests in a couple of one to two weeks. I was going to say, have they got anyone there that says they're ready or everyone's still out? There's no readies. It's just tests. Just tests. So you've got tests um, on the notables is no one. So like Ali Yo, two to three weeks away. Luke Shuey, four weeks. Liam Ryan, nine to 11 weeks. Sam Trisky seaton TBC. Nick Nanui, six to seven. McGovern, six to seven. Oh, yeah. Jamie Cripps, 11 to 13. Tom Jeez. Cole, eight to nine. Be nice to know how many games combined that's they've all. It's over a thousand. It's like I think I'm pretty sure it's last time I seen it. And it was about two weeks ago. It was like twelve 
85 or something like that. So is that Adam Simpson, does he get the um, leeway with that injury list? I reckon you have to. <laughs> Surely. Yeah, what, what am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> I've got no one. In a different way, it comes down to the direction of the club and where they're actually going. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to say at this stage, but I think so. I think you're right. All right. Uh, we'll move along to the next game, the SCG, Sydney versus Fremantle. Um, this one was a tough one. I had to I had to do a little bit of a Wikipedia search. Okay. Scott Waters. Scott Waters. Scott As in Waters. the ex St Kilda coach. Exactly. It rings a bell. He's yeah, he coached the Saints 2012, okay. 2013. Andrew McGovern. Don't know him. Don't know him. Mitch and Jeremy's dad. Oh, that's really? good. Yeah. yeah, right. There you go. And you'll like this one, Cody. Troy Cook. No shit. I had Troy <laughs> Cook in my head because I knew he played for Frio. What a man. I didn't, didn't know he played for Troy Swans, Cook. So there, there you go. go. Yeah. So uh, Sydney win this. They they need a bounce back. Yeah, I can Sydney win this. From the last two weeks, um, they've yeah been disappointed, obviously, against GWS and then going down to the Mighty Pies last weekend. They've win this. Have Frio got a bit of a boost? I know they played Hawthorne. Is there a bit of like we're back about this or you you completely off Frio? I'm Still. completely off them, to be honest. You, yeah. They beat Hawthorne, well done. Um, but, yeah, nah. Oh, I I agree. I think Sydney will win this by probably five goals. I reckon they've got a bit of, They just didn't kick straight against Collingwood. All right. On to the Byron Pickett Cup. Good one. Byron Pickett. I don't think that could be tough. Jasper Pittard. Oh, oh yeah. Jared Pollock. Jared Pollock. Trent Dumont. And then obviously the horn. Yeah, that's more. I was going to say, I was going to say, <laughs> low hanging. <laughs> <Low hand. laughs> I love it. Um, this could be, this could spell big danger for North Melbourne, I think, at the moment. Um, ben Cunnington's been struggling a bit with form. His main asset's obviously being a clearance bull and um, just looks a pace off it at the moment. Obviously, everyone loves Ben Cunnington, but, and we want him to see him go all right, but. When players like that are starting to struggle, Joy Simpkins still a bit sore, I reckon, after his <laughs> hand injury. <laughs> yeah, throwing of the mouth guard. No, that's that was the best thing. That was a GPS. GPS. How good is that? That's a leak. He got fined for that. Who throws a it's GPS? Seven and a half grand. That's the best. That's, yeah, that was <laughs> What if the other boy said to him that he was struggling with his running? So yeah, can you just, just throw, throw this around a bit? Um, for me, Port Adelaide 50 plus. Uh, yes, I'm going to go Port Adelaide as well, but don't be surprised if um, Jason Horn Francis is a laid out. Because this is played in Tasmania, and we know how much he hates ice baths as well. <laughs> yeah. So he could not play. Um, yeah, Port Adelaide, they'll win this. Um, yeah, Port, easy. All easy, right. easy on, clap. <clears throat> onto the Sam Frost, onto the James Frawley. That's all i got at the moment. There's probably one obvious one that if I say it, you'll be like, oh, of course. Jack Fitzpatrick. Oh, could be that one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a cracker. Ryan, Ryan Devine lookalike. Jordan, Jordan Lewis. Lewis. Jordan, Jordan Lewis, Lewis yes. is one. Speaking of Sam Frost, 150th game this week. Huge. Um, what's Is that in the AFL? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, right. Okay. No worries. <laughs> and Stephen May, 150th too. Nice. Probably more deserving than Frosty. No, 150 is 150. Mm. Uh, Melbourne for me by 89 points. Wow. I reckon Hawks put up a fight. Don't win. I reckon it'll be like 30 points. Yep. Not a, not a flogging that everyone expects. Hixie. Um, I'm going to go Melbourne as well. I think it'll be 50 points. Somewhere in the middle, he says. Yeah. Smart. Actually, just while we're on this game, that Van Royen, yeah. how yeah. bullshit is that 
match suspension. Yeah, it is. He just re- sent it to the AFL appeals. Big dogs. Yeah, because he's just trying to spoil yeah. the ball. And fair enough, he got him in the head. But I mean, it's a different story if he knocks him out or yeah. But he got slapped back up and didn't. So he, he wasn't knocked any- out. No, he didn't get knocked. I out. got stretched off, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, yeah. Pretty he, sure he got stretched. He off. went off. Did he? I don't. I don't know if he was concussed, but he definitely went off. I think he went off. Because he, he got him and it like... Oh, kinked his neck. neck or something, yeah. So he didn't actually get concussed or anything. But that yeah. can happen... Yeah, anyway. Any... hundred times a game. Yeah. yeah. I think it's pretty soft, to be honest. Yeah. Yep. On to the Joe Danaher Cup. The... I don't think there's any. Oh, the Damien Cupido Cup. There he is. Mal, Mal Michael. There it is. That's yeah. the three I've got. <laughs> any others for you, Hicksy? Nah, you've just uh, rattled them off there. There's probably one that, yeah, like we said, someone's screaming the down. The Connor but... McKenna Cup. That yes, is, yes. That Jeez. is true. Keep going. That's it. <laughs> oh, I've got something. Polkinghorn Cup. What's his first, James Polkinghorn? James Polkinghorn. He played for in the as a, as a fill-up player in the supplements. I'm liking it. Um, oh, I've got something. Man. I've got someone else. It's Bruin. Blake Carousella Cup. Ooh. Jeez. You're on fire. That's big. That's big. Um, and Brisbane, we made by 60 points. Next game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, we, look at, look yeah, at their I, forward line. You spoke about what they did last yeah, week. I reckon, we got no I reckon Brisbane give you a good clapping. Yeah, I was gonna, we haven't been flogged this year yet, and uh, this is it. I was going to touch on that because, on, like touch you on. said, Jordan Ridley out, and then the forwards. What did he do? Oh, he got knocked out. Knocked eh? out, yeah. He took a dive and said, <laughs> um, yeah, Brisbane's forwards are firing at the moment. Um, so who knows? Joe Danaher might kick a bag against his old mob. No, it gives me the shits. I was when you were talking about Brisbane firing, Joe Danaher firing. They started playing good when they beat us. They beat Collingwood, and that whole week up lead up to that in the media, they were rinsing Joe Danaher and everyone. Yeah, and then all of a sudden Collingwood just played him in the form, and now Joe Danaher is just taking the piss. <laughs> It would still overrated though, I reckon. Yeah, you don't want you want to hear that when your team's playing someone and they no. boost up the opposition no. forward like, oh, he's been shit. He hasn't kicked a goal next minute. Just with that, it's a bit of an interruption break in between them. I've got a Lear on the left and an unknown player on the right. Right? So I'll read out a Lear's stats first before this other blokes. Yeah. I want to see if you can guess who it is. So a Lear point nine, other bloke 2.5 score involvements. Rebound 50s, both 3.6 disposals. Alira Lear, 11.5. Other bloke, 15.6. Disposal efficiency, which I've lost. The other, oh, sorry, disposal efficiency is 86 to 76 in favour of the other guy. Um, Give me a second. Uh, intercept possessions, 8.5 for Alira Lear, 7.5 for the other bloke. Marks, 4.8 for Alira Lear. And 8.1 for the other bloke. Meters gained 139 for earlier, 227 for the other bloke. Fantasy points 75 for the other bloke and 50 for earlier. That's AFL fantasy, by the way. Is this just from the, the two teams we mentioned? I'm just going to say, can, tell me who the other bloke is. Um, Mason Redman. I was going to say, is it Mason Redman? Because we're talking about Essendon. Nope. Uh, he'd have, his disposal would probably be higher. It's not yeah. Brandon Zerk Thatcher, is it? Nope. Is it from Essendon? Nope. Oh, that's good. Is it from Brisbane? Yep. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Um, Kyden Coleman? No. Are they, obviously, they're a defender. Yep. Um, Fuck, what's his name? I can't think of him. Plays on halfback. Connor McKenna? Nah. Wilmot? Nah. Come on, Jesus. Brandon Starchevich? Nah. Andrews? 
Yeah, Harris Andrews. Oh, Harris so Andrews. He's, he's dominating him in every statistic and people are saying Aaliyah. I thought that Aaliyah. was too obvious to say Andrews. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, everyone's saying Andrews has been okay this year, but everyone's saying, like, Aaliyah is centre-half back lock, whereas Andrews is smashing him in every statistic so far. Well, there you go. Yeah, just, fun fact. Yeah, it's just a little bit interesting. And, yes, that's not everything, <laughs> but, um, yeah. All right. Just a little takeaway. So let's get into the next one. Carlton versus Western Bulldogs. The Blues. The Will Hayes Cup. Nice. <laughs> nice. Andreas Everett. Ooh. Um, <laughs> and there's a the low-hanging fruit as well. Um, is there? Liam Jones Cup. There it is, Liam Jones, yes. There it is. No others? Is that it? That's all I had, yeah, to be honest. But while we're talking about the Mighty Blues, three goals from 17 touches in the VFL. He's back. He's got to come back in from that, I reckon. Um, Zach Fisher, 32 in the VFL. Surely he comes back in. And Tom DeConing. I say Carlton are going to win this. They have to win this. We said they had to win last weekend against Brisbane. They have to win this. This, really? is, my, this is my lock for the week. <laughs> he's got, he's, look at him. He's just pumped up the pod. There's no – you're locking it. I'm locking it. They have to win this. Um, I want to hear I want to hear it. Yeah, I'm going to go Carlton too, actually. Oh, yes, I've talked him into it. I'll ride it with you too. Yes. <laughs> I'll ride it with you. Carlton have to win this. They have to. Um, I thought of another one too, Lewis Young. Hey. He both hey. was in Bulldogs, he didn't he? Nice. Jeez. Well, he's around five yeah. tonight. Maybe it's just been like a perfect match-up. Yeah. Everything's just working. Just a quick match, one on. Match made in heaven. Do you see the thing about Sam Darcy? No. He punched his lung. He got a hole in his lung. Playing footy? I don't know if it was playing for you. So he missed last week because he was ill, and then they found out, yeah, he had a hole in his lung. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Might have been from a it's knock from good. footy. It's a weird injury, huh? Yeah. Very weird Can't injury. stitch that up, can you? Tell you what, this one's going to stretch me a bit, this next one. Who we got? Marination Station, Adelaide, St. Kilda. It's an easy one. Current player. Brad Crouch. Yep. Cup. Um... I've got yeah, one. I'm, I've got I'm one stumped. on my head, but I can't think of. Like you got him. any? No, I just had Brad Crouch. Face, but I can't think of his name. I'm pretty sure it was an Aboriginal player that played yeah. for both teams. I can't it's remember like, who it is. Not Wayne Malira or. Yeah, it was no. one of them. Yeah. Who knows? You're telling the story. I don't know. Oh, well, anyway, who are we tipping, <laughs> boys? We've got off topic here. Third place, St. Kilda, or 10th place, Adelaide, at the Adelaide Oval this week. And there we, as we know, there's an advantage at the Adelaide Oval. Six goals, by the So, way. yes, they're playing at Marvel. <laughs> at the Adelaide Oval. Uh, I'm going to go to the Saints, just because Max King might come back and Adelaide's backs are stretched, except Cody's boy, Mark Keane, might play for Adelaide. <laughs> yeah, I'm picking the Saints then. <laughs> Adelaide for me, boys. Ooh. Yep. Jeez. By much or? Uh, yeah, oh, close game. I think Adelaide win it by two goals. St Kilda wouldn't allow you to get flog them around. Nah, not with Ross. Sort of play. Not with Ross the boss. All right, boys, I'll let you just rattle this one off. There's a bloody few There's of them. Fucking heaps of them. Bloody hell, there is too. Um, I'll start with Bobby Hill, obviously. Yeah. Yep. Taylor Adams. Yep. Adam Traor. And Traor. Lockie Keith. Will Hoskin Elliott. Yep. Will Hoskin Elliott. He's sure. He's sure, yeah. yeah. He's he went the, the other way. The OG. Yeah, the other one. Um, that's all I had, to be honest, yeah. Is that it? I think so. Yeah, I think that's it. There might be another one that, yeah. Yeah. Someone would be shouting. Oh, actually, like I said. Jamie Elliott got drafted by G- GWS. Did he? As a oh, He was like their supplement pickup, and then he got abs- traded to Collingwood. 
There well, you Colin go. got the rights to him, Bit actually. Bit of mail. It's a fun <clears throat> fact. Um, I'm 90% sure. Uh, yeah, well, I'm going to yeah. say Collingwood. Yeah. Um, even nice. though Toby Green might come back. Um, but, yeah, I think Collingwood should um, Collingwood get the Collingwood always have good games. Yeah, they do, actually. I, I, that final, yeah. they won. Dogs. Dogs. Um, Dogs. Dogs. Yeah, late one at MCG as well. Or 40. Whoa. I think. I'm going to that. I thought about going, but then realised how late it was. GWS will put up a fight, but Collingwood should still win. I, but I, I, I think it will be under five goals. GWS will probably be leading at three-quarter time, yeah. to be honest. Probably. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. So I mean, that's our game plan. It's just yeah. <laughs> fuck around or three-quarter time and then. Make it interesting. Yeah. All right. We don't have time for the votes. I'm going to post them on the socials later. So let's get into the quiz. Righto. Do I just get straight into straight it? Straight into it. Straight into it. Name's buzzer. Righto. Name's your buzzer. Point to point unless I tell you otherwise. Yep. And may the best man win. Righto. <clears throat> Who has played the most State of Origin games in the NRL? Ben. Billy Slater? No. Jack. Darren Lockyer? No. Jeez. Ben. Cameron Smith? Well done, Ben. Oh, it's 42. Of course it was. 42. Yeah, 42. Shit. I was going to go first. If <laughs> I didn't get that. Question two. <laughs> Question two. Since the 2018-19 season... How many NBA head coaches remain coaching at their current teams? Close to the pin? Or are we guessing? No, I guess because Ben's not the best at NBA, so. Um, Jack, I'll go with six. Ben, I was actually going to say that. Um, I'll go nine. Neither. You want to have another guess? Yep. Ben, eight. No. I'm going to go with... Jack, four. Four is correct. Oh, nice. Spurs, Jeez. Warriors, Heat, and Nuggets. It's good. Over. That's a good question. Um, I have no clue. But it's okay. Two zip. No, one all. No, sorry. One all. Used to winning. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> this guy. Um, question three. How many current AFL head coaches won a premiership as a player? Oh. Uh, Jack, four. Obviously not correct. <laughs> no, it's not. Sorry. <laughs> uh, ben, six. Oh. It's actually actually I'm not gonna say that because it was sort of half the real way. Oh, I thought he was gonna say the answer. Um <clears throat> I'll give you one more guess each and I'll tell you. Jack ten. No. Ben eight. No. Eleven. Oh jeez. I had them written down. Eleven. But I reckon I could name them. Eleven. Yeah, name them. Kingsley. Yep. Hardwick. Yep. Um both Scott coaches. Yep. Oh yeah. Stewie Jew. Stewie Jew. Yep. I'm losing McCray. Yep. McCray. Um, Ken Hinckley? No. Alistair Clarkson? Um, Did he win one when he was uh, playing? He didn't. Uh, John Longmire? Yep. So um, got, wasn't Bevo. Michael Voss? Yep. So I'm a good win. Yep. Yep. One. yep. We're getting well, close here. Geez, wasn't Voss the boss? He didn't win one. Um, Adam Bet- Simpson? Adam Simpson. There we fun. go. Shit. Well done. Nice. Well. Should, just named everyone. <laughs> yeah. everyone. It's hard when you think about it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like going through your mind. Like. Yeah. Give ourselves a pat on the back. So, none of you's got that. One all. Question four. Who is the current longest-serving AFL head coach? Jack. Damien Hardwick. Correct. Oh, 2009. Yeah. Said that. Good one. Two one. Um, Spoke about it earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know when you were saying it, I was like, fuck, that's a question. Yeah. Um, so just let me get my right here. So what are we? 2-1. Righto. 
Sacramento Kings had the longest playoff drought in the NBA until recently. Who now holds the record? Um, ben, New Orleans Pelicans. No. It's not a bad guess. There's no bad guess. No, there. that's why I said it. Jack, Orlando Magic? No. I'll give you another guess each and then I'll. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, if you want. Um, I'll go Jack, Indiana Pacers. No. Well, this guy sucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> Someone's screaming at the radio right now. Oh, they can scream all they want. <laughs> um, shit, I don't even know any teams. Uh, what did I say? I can't even Oh, remember. Ben, Charlotte Hornets. Oh, yes. Yeah, boy. Oh, well done, yeah. Ben. Buzz, buzz. That's a – jeez, I should have got that. I know. That's what we got. But are we two all? Yeah. Righto. Who made the most runs in the Sheffield Shield last year? Jeez, I've got no idea. Ben, was it Sean Marsh? No. I was going to say Mitch Marsh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't agree. Um, I don't even know. I don't know. This is hard for me. Oh, I could just keep going. Jeez, oh, I don't know. You could just keep naming on. Moses Enriquez? No. Ben, Marcus Harris? No. No. I guess. I've got nothing. Can I just keep naming <laughs> <laughs> You can keep naming him if you want. No, I've got nothing. Uh, ben, Curtis Patterson? No. I don't know. Who was it? Cam Bancroft. Nine oh. made 945 with an average of 59. Yeah, right. Like you and E-grade. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're still too old. Yeah, mate. Yep. Righto. Um, mm-hmm. How many professional sporting teams in Melbourne, including AFL, cricket, basketball, NRL? Jack, 18. No. Including Frick. Oh, because you, uh, you got 20, 20, don't you? Uh, ben, 21. No. You're Jack, up. 20. No. What is it? It's 14. Ooh. So there's nine AFL. There's two cricket. Oh, because you don't Jeez. include Geelong. You don't include Geelong and you don't include oh. Victorian cricket. Yeah. That's not technically Melbourne. So there's nine AFL, two cricket, two basketball, one NRL. I thought it was way more. Bit of a technical question. Mm, that yeah. One. Oh, that's yeah, good. Two, two all still. still. <laughs> question 15. <laughs> Since 1946 to 2022... How many times has the grand final not been held at the MCG? Jack, four. No. <laughs> I'm so close. I know I am. Ben, three. Three is correct. Oh, I added an extra one in for no reason then. Nine there, t- there was, sorry, I don't want to interrupt you. But you did. But I am. <laughs> uh, there was obviously the Gabba. Yep. Perth, and then yep. there was another year in like the 70s. 1946. Like 1991 when the MCG was getting renovated, it was at Waverley. But, yeah. So there, there you go. go. So three, two. So do I get a point for that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. Righto. Um, I was just saying to Ben earlier when you were out and doing whatever you were doing. Give me the answers. Um, On the quiz last time I'd done it, I went, when I read out some players' teams, you have to get, tell me who the player is. Yeah. So I'll read out just their teams from their timeline from when they were in the league and you just said, tell me who the players are. Cool. They're pretty hard players too, so if you don't get them, I won't be surprised. Right. Just AFL players also. Right, are you ready? Ready. Western Bulldogs, North Melbourne, St Kilda. <sighs> I don't expect you to get them, to be honest. They're pretty hard. So Western Bulldogs, North Melbourne, St Kilda. St Kilda. They are currently still playing too. Mason Wood. No. Ben, sorry, Mason Wood. <laughs> Not a bad guess, though. That's a great guess, yeah. but it's wrong. Um, oh, geez. Currently playing. Yep. St. Kilda. 
I've gone frozen. Yeah. Say, they're currently on a list. I wouldn't say they're playing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, no good. I've gone blank you. Um, oh, no, nah, that one's done me. Done you? Yeah, I think you're going to say it. Uh, yeah. Tom Campbell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, the name. been hard to get. <laughs> Jeez. would have been hard to get. Um, very hard. It was, very wouldn't hard. have crossed my mind. There's not many, like, three-team AFL players that are, like, mm. too obvious where you just yeah, get yeah. it straight away. At least yeah. it's an actual <clears throat> player who plays in the AFL. Yeah, not a random fucking made-up. Moving on. <laughs> Righto, another one. Gold Coast, Geelong, Gold Coast. Jack, is it Zach Smith? It is Zach Smith. Well, well Foxhead. So you're three all? Yeah. Right? Is he still playing? No. He played, oh, he, he's he played not with, playing anymore. No. He played with Gazza on the weekend, like Gary Ablett Jr. Yeah, there was like four of them. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I reckon I've seen a photo of him getting best good on for something. Too. Yeah. I've seen him get a photo of best on like an hour ago. I reckon yeah. I was looking at it. Anyway. The rest of these players aren't playing either. Um, next one. Brisbane, Carlton, Geelong. Played 200 games. Oh, don't, oh. don't do that to us. <laughs> Brisbane, Carlton, Geelong. I was going to say Justin Murphy, but it wasn't him. No, it's not him. <laughs> I should say it. Jesus. Brisbane, Carlton, Geelong. Oh, no. No, I'm, I'm done too. I'll give you a hint. Uh, oh. Actually, I'll try and give you a hint. I don't know if it's correct or not. Give me a second. A lot of editing. Not editing anything. Yeah. For Hicksy oh. yeah. and me. It's just like, says the question. It's like, don't know. <laughs> he retired <laughs> Retired in 2021 from Geelong. Oh. Geelong. Lockie Henderson. It is Lockie Henderson. Well done. Of course yes. it is. Yeah, that's good. That's good by you. Well done. So three, four. Yep. So he yeah. retired just before the flag. Yeah. Stiff. <laughs> yep, bad luck. So what's that, 3-4? I think it is. I think so, yeah. Or 3-3. Three, three. Can't be 3-3. Can't three. remember. Fucking wouldn't have a clue. Um, Actually, miss, oh, I don't know. I think it's 3-3. Three, three, yeah, three, three, three. yeah, it would have been 3-3, three, three, yep. Righto, next one. Should get this. Collingwood, Frio, Collingwood. Ben. Chris Tarrant? It is Chris Tarrant. Well done. That is <sighs> Bullshit. 3-4. <laughs> That's an easy one. Right, this one might be a little bit hard, but might not be. I'm not sure yet. So this is someone that played in AFL and then coached. So I'll read you out their two playing clubs and I'll read you out the clubs that they coached. Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. You, should, you should get it. It's fairly, fairly easy, I reckon. Righto. Playing career, St. Kilda, Richmond. Coaching career, Footscray, West Coast, Collingwood, Carlton. Jack. Mick Malthouse. Correct. Ooh, that's good. 4-4. Four, four. Right, that's the end of them. I've got a who am I? Is this to finish? It is to finish. Four Look out. This is good. Best right. quiz yet. This is a big quiz. Right, three points. Yep. I was born the 8th of Feb 1977 in country Victoria, playing for the Murray Bush Rangers. Got drafted at pick 19 in the 1995 national draft. Made my AFL debut in 1996. Jack, is it Jared White? No. 1996, the Murray Bush Rangers. Ben. No, that's not going to be right. Anthony Crudefides? No. Righto. Two points. I played for three AFL teams during my career, winning a premiership as a captain. Whoa. Uh, ben or... Just trying to think of country... Players from Murray Bush and Ben Stephen King. No, 
What about it's guess? Not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. That's not a bad guess. Yeah, it's not right. So, yeah, it's not right, is it? It's not going to win you the quiz, but this is <laughs> because it is Michael Voss. No, it's not. Play the three AFL teams. Righto. One point, and you probably won't even get through the whole question and you'll get this. <laughs> Actually, I'll mix it up. I played 289 games, kicking 746 goals. I can read the rest of the question if you want. If you, I'll give you a little bit to think. Oh, can we? We'll just guess now. Ben, is it Fraser Gehrig? No, I didn't play three. Not about guess. Not about guess. So play three goals. Play. Spoiled goals. I need to get this. I refuse to lose this <laughs> quiz. Jack, is it? No, it's not him. Oh, is it Nick Maxwell? No. <laughs> Kick 700 goals, Nick Maxwell, did he? <laughs> Fuck, I wish you did. Oh, right, what are you doing? You'll get this last bit. You ready? Need to have your buzzers ready, like real quick, because you'll get it. Right on. Right on. I was known as a fiery player and famously got seven weeks for a famous punch during the game. Jack Barry Hall. Right on. Was he, was he captain? Yeah, captain Jeez. Sydney when they won the flag. They should have got that earlier, buddy, out. <laughs> Yeah, I should have too because he played for, um, was it Nagambi or Seymour? No, he was from Broadford. Yeah, same shit. Wow, hey. same shit. That's a good one. Yeah, good quiz. Jeez. Best but quiz. I don't feel like I deserve that one, but no, I think he's did. Anyway, yeah, well. Great quiz, boys. Tune in to the new episode that comes out Friday. Lottery. The lottery. Get your tips in. Um, back our quaddy. Quaddy, best bet. Have you got a best bet this week? Yeah, uh, completely forgotten it already. What was yours? You already done one, didn't you? Or did you do one? Mine was White Marlin. It's my oh, best bet. Oh, but he lost. Footy one. Yeah, yeah, Carlton. 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 He's just Carlton. Carlton. Give me a minute. I'll have a look at it. I just I think, they, yeah, like we said, that if they want to be taken seriously, they have to win. So, pull your fucking heads in. And they're costing me a few footy tips. Pixie's hard hitter, that one. Um, my lock for the week is going to be Brisbane to beat Essendon. Brisbane to beat Essendon. So you've gone Essendon last week as you like, <laughs> and now you're going against them. Just jumped off them. I'm going to go. Um, give me a quick, give me a quick, give me a I'm going to go Gold Coast, West Coast between 1 and 39. Who's why? Gold Coast. Gold All Coast right. to win 139. All right. Very good. All right. See you next week. See ya. Bye. I'm in the north. <laughs>